Welcome back to the Queens of the Court podcast. Finals edition. We're the king size queens. I'm Paul Jabrita. I'm John Hanson. Welcome back to the Wubble. Paul Jafrida and John Hanson here with the Queens of the Court podcast. Ready to bring you all of the latest news, gossip, and, and otherwise about uh, women's basketball, most specifically for season three, the WNBA, yes. and this uh, shortened, COVID-shortened wobble season that we've been in. Yes, it's been great, though. Playoffs have been awesome. They've been exciting. There's been some upsets. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Connecticut went to the semifinals. Last time we were here to talk to you, we were looking at who was going to make it, and uh, some of our predictions came true. But probably the most notable prediction that didn't come true was the run that the Connecticut Sun made. They almost took out Vegas. Um, they were up by like 13 points after quarter, you know, Q1 in that game five. And then it was just an unbelievable offensive meltdown from both teams. It, the final was game was crazy. One of the ugliest second halves of basketball, halves of basketball I've ever seen in my life. Totally, totally, totally. I mean, whew. We'll break that Couldn't game down more, but, like, uh, that was really? wild. Yeah, because, like, yeah. what happened at the beginning of the playoffs? What went on? Uh, who cares? We're yeah. past all that now. We're like, past. So, know, we got, so, we got Vegas I mean, and Seattle. a bunch of teams lost. Vegas and Seattle, what some we basically predicted. There was some impressive games. There were some close games. But, like, here we are, one versus two. Yeah. Look like, at what else matters Boom. at this point? Yeah. Boom. I mean, like, you can give, like, a shout-out to, like, some of, like, the, like, you know, stellar performances. Like, I mean, Alyssa Thomas, like, you know, injuring her shoulder and then coming back the they next ruled game her and just out. beast-moding. Ruled her out the day before. They were like, oh, we know she's out. And then an hour before, they were like, nah, she's questionable. She actually On the court for, like, 35 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> scored, like, 25 points. <laughs> uh, what an amazing uh, competitor she is. Yeah. Like, you just, you can't deny. Yeah. Candace Parker had, uh, you know, wasn't able to pull her sparks over the hump against the sun, but uh, and then she got slighted. One defensive player of the year voted on by the media and Crazy. didn't make first or second team all defensive team voted on by the coaches. So like, <clears throat> yeah, she said she wasn't bothered by it. She's like, whatever. She, I, I mean, she rises above. Same way <clears throat> I know. she got slated for the Olympic team four years ago. But so like, she's dealt with like bullshit like this. Why, why does Candace get treated like this? Like, uh, why is this her lot in life? I just think, you know, there's two sides to it. There's the media and how the storyline plays out, how it goes. It's a really good storyline. You know, Candace coming back wins Defensive Player of the Year. Like, so they think, pushed it. They pushed it a little bit. So you think it's undeserving? No, the no, storyline no. is why she got that. No, I'm just saying. Oh, well, sound like to me. I'm saying that other coaches might have felt that the pushing of that 
was unjust in that these other players uh, they voted against her because of that like but almost like campaign for her not to get enough votes to be on either the first or second all defensive team after being voted the best defensive player it's like i don't think it's ever been done in the history of the dub or the nba i mean it's it's crazy not so, to be on the first or second team crazy it's kind of wild crazy but like you know i think candace had an amazing year you know are there some great defenders in the league? Absolutely. You know, are some of the players who made the defensive all teams very deserving? Absolutely. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just like we gotta mention it because it's kind of cray. But like, I don't, I don't have a lot. Yeah, but how about, about Brianna Turner? Uh, I mean, go breezy. Yeah. Yo, first team, right? How about Maya Moore? So, like, it's been a second since we did this podcast, but, like... Change gears. Well, that's just how this show is going to be, so just deal with it. Um, how about Maya so How about Maya Moore? I, I mean, like, totally. that big announcement, like, I married my man that I just got out of prison. Wild. Like, A, congratulations, Maya. Like, y'all a mad cute couple. Cute as hell. Super cute couple. Clearly, this is an upstanding man that you've had a relationship with for a long time, and this has been a very important project of yours. You know, and when I say project, that makes it almost sound like you know, uh, I don't know, not yeah, not as meaningful. But like, yeah, there are a lot of questions. You know, Maya Moore announces that she's married this man that she spent the last couple of years trying to help free from the social injustice of his incarceration, and. Uh, a lot of people were like, okay, girl, so this wasn't really about social justice. This was about getting your man out of prison. So, like, there's been totally. some questions about that. Totally. You know? I mean, there's definitely that look of it now. And people are like, does this diminish the work she's been doing? So there's been a lot of, I don't, like, I don't think it diminishes anything. I, I don't think it diminishes anything. But it does put a little nice little side note on it, you know, like being a like. A little cliff note. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, no, you know. She she did love this man, and that yeah. that was more of a reason she probably pushed for it, and was like, I don't care, I'm gonna go sit out seasons, yeah, to make sure I get this man out of jail. Would she do that for every man? We don't know. Yeah, we I mean, we, we don't know. Well, time will tell. You know, like time will tell what else she does. But like, yeah, uh, you she did it for one person, and that's more than I could probably say everybody's done. So. Totally. You know? Totally. I, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think it diminishes that this has been something that's really important to her, not only on the social justice side, but just, you know, I, and I feel confident that she or the two of them will continue to kind of fight for, you know, uh, incarcerate inmates who are wrongfully incarcerated. Totally. You know, totally. and, and so I, I can you kind of see him leading that charge and her maybe coming back to the dog? I mean, if I'm him, I'm like, yo, baby, I want to watch you play basketball. Totally. Like, I want you to get back out there, win me an MVP, win me a championship. Like, yeah. let's get this. Like, yeah. and like, you know, she has to miss it. The basketball has been a, like her life for so long. She has to miss being out there with her team, especially when she sees how good the Lynx are doing without I her. I mean, if she, she comes like, back, yeah, if I, I go back, yo, if she comes back, we're stacked. the the cha- The finals would be lit against Seattle. Lit. Ooh, so the <laughs> predictions are in. <laughs> yeah, done. If she comes back, without a doubt. So what happens to Vegas? 
Oh, come on. Bye, Vegas. Yeah, those are two powerhouses then. Wow. If Maya comes back, it's two powerhouse teams with all their rookies getting a bit more, you know, more experience. He's like, <clears throat> I don't know. Nafisa keeps getting better. Crystal Angel Fields is coming off of the rookie of the year. Like, yeah, I Dantas agree with you that the crazy. Lynx are going like, to be amazing. But I just thought it was interesting that you immediately went to oh, yeah. the Storm are going to oh, be yeah. their rival, not Vegas. Because uh-huh. we're sitting here looking at a Vegas Storm final where Vegas is the number one team. I mean, sure. But you just don't believe in Vegas. I mean, but the top four in the dub next year with Maya coming back would be amazing with Deladon coming back. Who's your top four next year? Mystic, um, Lynx, in no order, Aces and um, Seattle. Okay, so the Sun just no. aren't even in that picture, even with no. John Quill Jones coming back? No, they were seven seed this year. There's a reason. Oh, okay. You, you have Jasmine Jones shooting 17 shots in the closeout game. Jasmine Thomas? Jasmine Thomas, I mean. Oh my God. Um, uh, like, come on. She shot seven, like 17 times, and she went like 4 or 17. She yeah. was just hucking up bricks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I anyway, that's that's a wholly different conversation. Oh, uh, okay, right yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but like, like, yeah, I, I don't I, know about I, I don't know about your top four there for next year. But like, wow, whatever. we'll get to that next year with like Kelsey Plum and Liz back. I I just think you're underestimating the Sun. I mean, the Sun got as far as they did to a top four spot this year without you know, arguably their biggest piece. So their biggest piece comes back. And you're telling me they're not going to gel better next year with a little bit more time together as a team? They'll probably add a piece or two here and there. I don't know. Anyway. So you're telling me those other four teams didn't just get better too, and they're still better than them right now? Well, the Mystics certainly aren't better than the Sun. Oh, I know, I know. But Deladon. The Lynx are arguable. The Aces are arguable. Sun almost won that series. So, like, I'm just saying. Like, I just don't think it's that clear cut. Okay, That's all. okay, okay. Anyway, back to my more. Congratulations, man! I, I like super happy that you're you're happy and married and 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 you know it's a it's been a road, right? It's been mm-hmm. a journey, and you got there. I'm excited for you. Um, I'm excited, to hopefully, to see you play basketball again, and I'm uh, looking forward to seeing what you and Jonathan Iron. Are, are, I'm like talking to her, like she's gonna listen to this. Hey. Uh, Maya, you better fucking listen. Looking to this like right into her eyes, like like, like hey, dear Maya, Maya. Dear Ms. Moore, writing out the Mrs. Book. Irons. Hi. <laughs> you think she's gonna go by Maya Irons now? No, no. You know when when anybody gets that successful, you're still your name. Yeah, just keep your name. You're just your name. Yeah. Yeah, that's just how it rolls. <clears throat> anyway, moving on. Yeah. Um. So that happened. Those uh, were things. Yes. Yes. yes, 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 yes. <laughs> What else has been going on? Uh, uh, all the awards were announced, and basically everyone we thought was going to win, except for most improved player, went to Benajelani as opposed to Maisha Hines Allen. But we said it could have went to her. Totally, she, we thought she was the second pick for sure. But she did great, and and not to take anything away from her, you know, I thought she was she had a great year. Definitely a much improved from last season. It just you know, it's okay to have a difference of opinion. Totally, I just think if you bring somebody to the playoffs, you should get it. Congrats to Rookie of the Year, Crystal Dangerfield. Yay. Congrats to MVP, Asia Wilson. Wow, um, right? 
Congra- yeah. Congrats to her. And what a what a closeout game she had too. Yeah, I mean, like she really had to carry that team. I don't I don't really know what was happening in that game with anyone offensively, but that was one of the ugliest offensive displays I've ever seen. And Asia Wilson was the only player on the court who was consistently doing her job on the offensive. It, she looked composed compared to everybody else where they everybody looked frenetic yeah i mean like, she got a lot uh, of cheap it, foul calls but oh like, totally whatever a- angel looked good too they both angel just angel was a bully man yeah. she was like all right Alyssa thomas like let's go toe-to-toe i will fuck your team up yeah she was like uh, you're injured i'll put uh, i'm gonna push you i liked it yeah I liked um it. it was nice to see you. it was it was a hard fall game but you know Connecticut didn't score over 20 points in the second half. Yeah. I mean, like, Vegas didn't score that many points either. Like, I, I don't know. I felt disappointed in in most of both teams you know, during totally. the second but half like, as with, far as what they were with doing. With the Aces, with how they came back, you know, they were down by, like, 16, 17 points at a point, you know? So, like, to make the comeback and to close it out, congrats to them. Totally. Great win. Totally. You know, now you get a date with the Seattle Storm. I mean, that's the type of game Bill wants, right? No threes, hard-fought, two-pointer game. So he got what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and now they're going to have a much more difficult test in the Seattle Storm. Um, <clears throat> I, I'm I'm really looking forward to this matchup. Uh, the Aces took both regular season games um, you know, during this season from the Storm. And yet, when I look at these two teams heading in, it's very difficult not to pick the Storm. The Storm just handled the Lynx. Just handled. 3 0 them. You know, most of those, the two of those games were not close. Uh, it looks like they picked the right time to start gelling. Like, to the, to the max. Obviously, they've been playing great all year. But, wow, did they look good in that series. They just uh, their offense just runs more smoothly. I mean, they're they're a better passing team. Um, they're they don't rely on one player, even though they have Brianna Stewart, who is you know arguably the best player in the WNBA. Um, she, she they don't rely on her to do everything. No, you know everyone has to you know you know do their part, and uh, they all do it together. It's not like give the ball to one person, let them play ISO. Yeah, the they're really the good. Play. They're really good at exploiting mismatches and on the court mm-hmm. anything that they can they have a lot of mismatches that they cause by how great their players are right so there's just going to be moments where you can't cover one through five for them yeah the correct way i mean they all shoot the three you know yeah. most of them can dribble drive and dish uh they all have good vision it's just a really solid group of players on the storm the, and they have a fairly deep bench and, and the other thing too is they play d they play really good d yeah, like the, they, for having a, like an older starting guard in Sue Bird, their court vision, like they get a ton of steals. Like they have, you know, a former Defensive Player of the Year, Alicia Clark. Alicia Clark should have been Defensive Player of the Year. Tasha Howard is one of the best That's defenders. We know so like, Stewie's a great <clears throat> rim protector. Yeah, and they all have like such vision on like passes and everything. They they jump everything. They mm-hmm. know how to like just. You know, get in the way. So, and they've got good pieces coming off the bench. Now they lose Sammy Whitcomb. Sammy Whitcomb has left Big. the bubble Big. to go back home to um, for the birth of her her child with her wife. And, Ooh, congrats! Um, it's super exciting for her. Congratulations on that. That's a big loss, though. Huge. Um, she's she's big for them off the bench. She Huge. gives them, 
a spot-up three-point shooter, a very pesky defensive player. Yeah, oh, yeah. And someone who's not afraid to, like, take the ball in her hands and, and really create something for herself or her teammates on the offensive end. To me... So, I think that's a big loss. To me, it matches that, uh, Vegas losing De'Arica Hamby. It, it, it's right on par, you know? Like, they're both big losses. Yeah. So, like, I look at what they both add to the team. I mean, Hamby might play more minutes, but... You know, Wickham's were really important minutes, too. You know, she spelled, like, you know, the one through three at times. You know, that's who she's able to cover on the on the court. Yeah, I mean, I will say that I think the loss of Dierica Hamby is, um, is more impactful for the Aces than the loss of Sammy Wickham. Um, not the, to take anything away from Sammy Wickham, but Dierica Hamby gives them something unique that the Aces don't have otherwise, which is a big who can guard bigs who can step out to the three-point line. And without totally. her, they don't have that. And their depth at you know the forward position is really Asia Wilson and Carolyn Swords, who played the vast majority of the minutes. How lucky did they get convincing her to come out of retirement Carolyn this year? Carolyn Swords. Oh, my yeah. God. Because like, what she means to that team right now oh, yeah. is incredible. And she played yeah. great in that last game. She, was, she did what she needed to do. Yeah. It's just like, damn, they got lucky. Yeah, they did, but but I think that's going to be a big issue is the depth um, for Vegas. Oh yeah, uh, I Vegas agree. Has felt like a deep team. You know, their forwards. You know, they got Asia Wilson, Angel McCautry, but Angel McCautry is kind of an undersized forward. She's more of like a guard slash forward. Um, I think they're going to have a difficult time guarding uh, Seattle's bigs, Natasha yeah. Howard, Brianna Stewart, even Mercedes Russell. When she comes off the bench, she's going to be a difficult matchup for them. I agree. Um, and I think that without that depth uh, at forward, uh, they've got to be really careful of foul trouble. And yeah. if I'm the Storm, I'm 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 looking to put their bigs in foul trouble early. Totally. I mean, for the most part, it's felt like uh, you know next player up every time they've had a, an injury happen, and it's like been no problem, right? Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case right now. You know, with like Hamby leaving like this. Just because of what she means to the team, and like what, like you said, the matchup problem. It is the ma- that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Is that the depth isn't there, and if one of them gets in foul trouble, they're screwed. Yeah, and, and I think Seattle has plenty of depth at forward now yep. between Mercedes Russell and Easy Mag Magbegor. Yeah, sorry, um, she's been playing pretty good yeah. lately too. But I feel like even if all you need out of them is to put like an aggressive body on Asia Wilson, yeah, five to ten minutes, like you've got, if you foul a bunch, yeah. like who cares? Like, and if you've got enough bigs that can do that against her, Vegas is going to need to get a lot more out of their guards than they were getting in this past series against the uh, yeah, big time. They're going to need better shooting from Kayla McBride. They're going to need, need some Jackie threes. Young to do a little bit more, you know, you know, creating for herself and her teammates. Um, that they're just going to need a little bit more. You're you not going to win against Seattle hitting two threes a game. Yeah. You're just not. Their offense just won't allow you to do that. Yeah, they're too high-powered. They're going yeah. they're, uh, to they're score more. Depend, no matter but how the, good your defense is, <laughs> Seattle's going to score more than, than 65 points. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. It, it's just it, they have too many weapons. They have yeah. too many weapons that can shoot from all over the court. Yeah. So they would have to really, you know, screw this up to lose this series, I think, you know, just because of, like, we've been going over the depth problems. But it should be a fun series regardless. The teams yeah. are both really good, and you expect a really like 
a really intense game one at least. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be a, a a great series. I mean, I I fully expect the Storm to win it in in four, if not three. Games. I think I think it's going to be a sweet um, spot. But I think it's going to be hard fought. I think it's going to be sweaty. I think that um, some of the keys are going to come from uh, their three position on both teams, which is how does that match up between Angel McCautry and Alicia Clark pan out? Is Alicia Clark able to shut down Angel McCautry in any, you know, as, as a player who earned unanimous first team selection all defensive? We know that she's the player that you put she is the, on the most dangerous attacker for, for the opposing team. And she's not going to be guarding Asia Wilson because of Asia Wilson's game is, is a, a back-to-the-basket to the or face-up game from a four position. Yeah. And Alicia Clark is going to be a little undersized for guarding Asia Wilson. I mean, let's be real, though. Tasha Howard's going to be on Asia Wilson. Yeah, you could probably put any of them, like any of the three of them, on, them, on Asia Wilson. Um. And I think that you will see at times. Varying, yes, that, that's what I'm saying. But I don't think Alicia Clark's primary responsibility no, is no, going to be. No, no, you're right. It, it should be McCautry. It's going to be McCautry. Because it makes sense. Like, why not? Why not have it like that? Right. If you can, I mean, if because Alicia Clark is pretty effective at shutting down a player. You know, yeah, she's and, pretty good at that. And you don't want to tire out Stewie with Asia. No, you don't. You, you want don't. Stewie to be fresh for the offensive end. Yeah. To so get you don't want to do points. that. So you just you have yep. to go. Yeah, you have to go Natasha Howard there. Yep. That's, and, that's and, and and that's what Natasha Howard is great at, though. She's yeah. a great defender, and she she allows Brianna Stewart to take the less um, challenging defensive option. So you know she'll be on Carolyn Swords, you know, which will allow her to be near the basket, which will give her you know her chance to use her length to swat anyone that's like driving. It's it's a good matchup for Seattle. If they don't have to step out and guard the three as closely, except for their guards, it's a nice matchup because both Natasha Howard and Brianna Stewart are long, and they're good rim protectors. And if they're naturally close to the rim because of their defensive assignments, it's going to make it that much trickier for uh, Vegas to get their buckets. Totally. Because they want to be near the basket. And, yeah, that's Vegas's, that's Vegas's MO, and they're just going to play right into like what their defense wants yeah. you to do, basically. So, like, that's the biggest problem I see in the matchup is it's just exactly what Seattle wants. <laughs> like, yeah. this is, like, how they want to play against a team, and it feeds perfectly into them, feeds into their style, I think the first game is going to be close. I predict the rest of the series to probably blowouts. Yeah, like I said, I think it's really going to come down to the guard play for for the Vegas. I think if if Vegas, I mean, if Jackie Young steps up, if Jackie Young and Kayla McBride are able to put up, you know, a combined thirty to forty points, um, then I think Vegas has a shot. <laughs> like per game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, you're you're looking, you're talking about two players, you know. So Kayla McBride, you know, a few years ago before. You know, Asia Wilson came in before Kelsey Plum came in. She was putting up 20 to 25 points a game. Yeah. And that was like, she was the go-to player. Um, she's capable, you know, and they're going to need her to do that at a high level. Yeah, but Jackie Young's never showed she can go 20 points a clip. Jackie Young needs to probably get close to a triple dub if they're going to win. She probably needs to be rebounding, assisting, and getting at least 10 to 15 points. I mean, if she was pulling, like, 10 points, 10 boards, and 10 assists per game. She's, yeah, she's, they, they have a great chance of winning, I think, then. I'm just saying, I think these yeah. are what you need if you're going to beat the Storm. Totally, right? but I'm saying, like, I could see her doing triple-double numbers, but with total. lower point scoring total, like probably around 10 to 12 points per game. But that's what I'm saying. If you get that out of her, then I think you've got a shot. If you get 
15 to 20 points out of Caleb McBride efficiently, you know, on like, you know, 10 to 12 attempts max, max. (laughs) And then Asia Wilson's going to get her 25 points for 15 boards. You want Asia to be shooting around anywhere from 15 to 20 a game. And then you want McCautry shooting 10 to 15 a game. Uh huh. So like those are the amount of shots. Like, yeah, that's where you want them to sit at. You're right. I mean, that's what it's got to be. They don't have enough coming off the bench. Without Derek they Hamby. They, they just, just don't. They just don't have enough scoring off yeah, the bench. Yeah, they don't. So, so yeah, those, yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense for this series. They have to put up, they have to put up numbers. They have yeah. to put up points. That's just the fact of the matter. Yep. And that's the thing that scares me the most about that team is, like, they go through droughts. They showed it where – look at the last game score. It was 60, 65-63 yeah. or whatever, 63, 64, you know? And the other thing is, like, that, that series against the Sun was extremely physical. I mean, yeah. like – Oh, yeah. Long five-game series, <clears throat> extremely physical, hard fought. Like, there's got to be some measure of, like, getting a little battered and beaten up from that series. I mean, Seattle's looking fresh. Seattle's, Seattle's just feeling like hanging rested. Out. Yeah. That's why the first game might been be enjoying closer. the sun. Right, exactly. <laughs> I saw Brianna Stewart Instagram that they were doing a spike ball. Yeah, you know, just, just like hanging, hanging out, out yeah. playing some spike ball. Vegas is like in like the <laughs> the recovery room trying to get work done to get their yeah. body right. You know, um, yeah, they're they're a little bit more relaxed. Usually, you see the game one like. The team, the lull, because they've the been lull, off, because right. they've been off, and the team that's like hot, playing a lot of minutes, comes in pretty yep. playing hot. Yep, that's the only reason why I see it being close. But other than that, I, I just think the other this series should go four games, but it's probably yeah. going to go three. So like, uh, and on the Seattle side, I feel like you know your real keys are um, how how impactful Alicia Clark and Natasha Howard are going to be defensively. Are they going to be able to make it really difficult for Angel McCautry and Asia Wilson to get their points? Or are Asia Wilson and Angel McCautry going to have you know no trouble? Because that could be a big factor. And then I think the other thing is like how well are Jewel Lloyd and Sue Bird going to shoot? You know, because they've been, you know, throughout, they've kind of been a little bit spotty. Sometimes they have great nights where they go like five for six from three-point range. And other nights they go like 0 for five. And if Seattle doesn't, you know, as a team, shoot the three at a reasonable clip, 35% or better, roughly, somewhere in that range, then I think Vegas has a chance. So I think it's going to kind of depend sure, on, sure. like, how well can Seattle shoot? You know, are, are they going to be on? If they struggle from, like, you know, three-point range, you know, that takes yeah. away, you know, their primary kind of weapon. So Totally. I could see all that being being the case for this series. You know, you have some bad shooting and you let a team in that shouldn't be around because of how bad you're shooting. Yeah, that could be their Achilles heel. I mean, the thing is, uh, for most of these players, they've been here. You know, they've they've been to the, in this moment. So, like, I don't think we're going to get a lot of letdown from Seattle in that way. Yeah. Um, they've just, you know, <laughs> they've been in this situation. Most of this team was together in the 2018 team. I don't. I don't see a different outcome happening just because of like how they played then. And like, it's the same team, if not stronger. So I'm just trying to like, even think of like what other, what other weaknesses they can have that they're bringing in coming into this game. Yeah, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, Seattle doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. They're they're fairly whole. Like I said, we lost Sammy Wickham, which is you know certainly you know uh, a loss. Yeah. Um, and they'll feel that. Um, but they're still you know mostly intact. I guess a question I have is like, how personal is this between Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart? I mean, these were the clear you know two candidates for MVP. Brianna Stewart won the MVP the last time she was in the league, led Seattle Seattle to the championship. She was out last year because of her Achilles injury. Comes back this year, dominates. Who do you? I, pred- I mean, do you think? Do you think Stewie's sitting there going, "I'm gonna show you who the real MVP is." So you think she's gonna go out and have a chip on her shoulder because of it? Chip on shoulder slash, I'm gonna go win the championship MVP. <laughs> I mean, like, like she's gonna go win series MVP. I'm asking, do you think there's like something there between like Asia Wilson and Brianna Stewart, who are like, you know, you know, like you're my competition here. Like it's it's you know, obviously it's the team versus the team. But so, do you think they look at it as it's me versus her? Ah, uh, I won the MVP. Stewie, I gotta prove I, it so that Stewie I can to beat me, her. Stewie to me lets that stuff drive her a little bit in her mind. She, I don't think she would ever say it. No, um, of course not. But I think she might a little bit, but I also think she's the type of player that she knows she's the best. Like, she knows that she's the best player. I don't know, man. If it was me, I'd be going out there, and, like, if I'm dropping, like, 25 to 30 points, I'm going back to my team, and I'm going, who's the motherfucking MVP of this league? I'm feeling that way. I'm not going to lie. I mean, lie. kind of. Uh, do you think LeBron goes back and does that? Like, yeah. every single time? Like, when, <laughs> yeah. when somebody, like, you know, when somebody when drops plays. his, like, fifth triple-double of the playoffs yeah, and yeah, wins yeah. by 20 points? Yeah. Yeah, I think he walks back and goes, Giannis who? Where Giannis at? I'm sorry, did he get knocked out in the first round? Yeah. Second round? Where did he get knocked oh, okay, out? Okay, 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 yeah. okay. I think I 100% he's uh, so, so then, yeah, then I, I agree with you in that way because, like... Fuels the fire. I it, mean, like, it's just one of those things that these two, when you talk about... Brianna Stewart, the only other player to me that is like her is LeBron. <laughs> like when I think of anybody, it's just like the greatness is it's just so there. So like, yeah, maybe she is coming back being like, I am the motherfucking MVP. I, I think it's a question of like what motivates players, right? So like some players, maybe like they, they get motivated by being an underdog or they get motivated by being doubted or they get motivated by being looked over. Right, they got that chip on their shoulder, and they're like, "I'm going to prove something." And then maybe you have other players who are really, really kind of like you know, find that place between like calm and like competitive, where their focus is, and it's not about losing anger or like you know, you know, proving something. It's just about like staying mindful and focused and within yourself. So, and I, I'm I, saying like, you know, do you think these players are the kind who like are like? You know, I think you just described kind of both of the players. Asia Wilson's the first kind, and Brianna Stewart's the second kind. No, the other way around. Really? I think Asia Wilson is like the big, like goofball, like happy-go-lucky. When I watch Asia Asia Wilson, I see fire in her eyes, and when I watch Brianna Stewart, I see her always like joking about how like like, I'm always the best, so I don't really have to worry about it. I don't sweat it because I know I'm the best. Nah, her her attitude more reminds me of like Kobe Bryant. Brianna Stewart? Yeah. What? What are you talking about? So, like, <laughs> that's how Kobe was. She was always laughing every time. Kobe, G- Gino would be yelling at her about how bad she was, and she would just be like, okay, Gino. <laughs> so, like, to me, 
anytime anybody ever shit talk Kobe, Kobe would just like laugh it off and then like just go shit on him. Yeah. <laughs> like that's how Brianna Seward is yeah, to me. I guess. Like he would be like, uh huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We'll see about that until you're 81. You know, like that's, I, I, I don't know. I, I think of her as that type of player that it's this quiet that it's mental. For Asia Wilson? No, no for, for, Stewie. for Stewie. You don't see it on her face or like, but you just see it in her gameplay and like how she acts and like her seriousness, like while she's in the play. She might joke around while they're walking around and stuff, but like, I don't know. When I look at her, I just see laser focus at all times. Yeah, I just don't see. F- I don't see, I don't see emotion. Anger. I, don't, I don't see ferocity. Nah, I just see I, focus. like I see that laser focus that like yeah, I don't show point. I don't show emotion. Whereas Asia Wilson's showing emotion the whole time. But she's like she's getting fired up. But she like goofy. She just got technical foul for going and fucking one to the ref on yeah, this last game. Yeah, she did. Like I can't believe they teched her up for that. But, but like, like she teched her up, like, teed her up, whatever. The fuck. If anything, she reminds me of like the Will Smith type, you know? But she, the what? The Will Smith type. What does that she, mean? You know, this Fresh Prince type. She, what does that mean? She's like goofy. <laughs> she's not goofy. I mean, she's like personable and funny and like silly off the court. That's what but I mean. so is Stewie. They're, they're, they're both like that. Okay. I'm talking about on the court. On the court, that girl is fierce. That girl is looking to eat your motherfucking head for lunch. Yeah, she'll post up like, everybody. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and I love it. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's dominant. Like, when you like compare the two's games... You know, Asia Wilson is, you know, one of the best, you know, face-up players, you know, face-up fours, you know, back-to-the-basket posts, you know, offensively that the league has ever seen. Yeah, give her she, that respect. She does. She Give her that respect. Hers. I want to hear She finishes it. through contact. You know, she she's not afraid of the double team. She can pass out of it. She can score through it. She hits her elbow jumpers. You know, you know she, she hits those 15-footers. You know, she's got all those things, and she's really consistent. You know, she yeah. boards hard. She's she's a competitor. She fights. She's the type of player that I can honestly see in the future if she could develop a three pointer. Just like no, come on, girl, just fucking start just, shooting. Just just being just on another just level <laughs> of great because of how good her post up game is. Because yeah. like her elbow jumper is clean. It's super. Smooth. Clean. It's so so smooth and yep. nice looking. Yep. So like she's got a quick first just, step for her size, especially just. just Back up a little bit. She's stronger than <laughs> just back up. Arguably anyone, <laughs> you know, WWE. just like slide back a little bit. Just yeah, start know, taking right? those jumpers right? a little bit further right? back. Just take a few steps back. Yeah, I know. I know. It's because like that extra part of her game would just like it would change it. Like her pump fake would just it would be so scary. Maybe it's a mental thing. Maybe she's like mentally and, and got what, a block and about what the three she point would line. be able to do out of being able to pump fake a three, passing wise what it would do to that team in the future, it would just change everything. Because she would be on the attack yeah, coming I mean, from a three. She could, she, she could develop and the pass a, out of that. It could be quick three. Liz right right next on the low block. Like, it could be so easy for her. Just like, yeah. and then a floater. She could develop know? a pull-up, too. That's what you I know? mean. If she like, can, like, you know, get, yeah, no, she I know. Trust me. It could be just so scary. We've had this conversation yeah. where I've kind of been like, I don't see a world today where in basketball an MVP cannot have a three-point shot. Yeah. And that's why I kind of felt kind of like, ah, it, can she really be the MVP if she doesn't have that part of her arsenal because of how many things it does for you, how much it opens up the floor for your team? She's so, so. she's just so efficient and so she is. and, and yep. so Dominant. good at what she does yeah. 
that's why she was able to be MVP without totally. the three. That's totally. it. That's it. That's the only reason why she was able to do it because you don't get the MVP without the three, without being so efficient. Yeah, I mean, and so consistent about totally. how you do it. I think the other thing is that, like, if you look at Brianna Stewart in her game, like Vegas is way more reliant on Asia Wilson to play through Asia Wilson almost every time down the court than Seattle is to play through Brianna Stewart. Yeah. Like, like see, Seattle can have possessions, multiple possessions, in a row where Stewie doesn't even touch the ball. Yeah. And they'd be fine. Fine. Um, now, Stewie gives them so much, right? She can do so much. She hits at a high clip. She shoots the three well. She does floaters. She can drive. She can do everything. She boards yeah, yeah. well. She does everything. Um, but it's a different level of reliance that the team has on each of those two players. And I think that that ultimately could end up hurting Vegas if Seattle is able to effectively defend Asia Wilson. Yeah. Um, in this series, for sure. I think that's the biggest thing. If Asia could go out there and get hers without a problem and like do it pretty efficiently, I think they have no problem winning at least one game, maybe even two and pushing it to a game five, Mm -hmm. you know, like, but she has to get hers, but get it efficiently. Cause like the rest of those shots, like you need to be knocking down threes. You need to have your bench scoring. Like Mm -hmm. there's just so much extra stuff that Seattle's going to push at you that you have to be able to match it. Totally. So anyway, you, have to watch these games. Yeah, it's going to be super exciting. It's going to be... You've listened to us talk about these players. Now you need to get to know them. You need to see them in action. You need to support. You need to get out there and watch these finals. They will be available. They're going to be aired on... I I, I can't pull it up right now because my internet's not working. Wow. But I believe it's going to be ESPN2. Um, wow. So they're, they're going to be great games. I got you know, it. I show got it. these women some respect. You know, go get to know who they are on the court, off the court. You know, uh, can't even like talk enough about how um, how amazing these women are. Yeah. Both in their commitment to their craft and their sport, but also to their commitment to making the world a better place. Yeah. You know, we're still in this fight for social justice. Brianna, um, Brianna Taylor's. Uh, you know, murderers were acquitted. You know, they were they were charged with like you know this bogus like you know firing a firearm into a potential neighboring you know apartment. Unit. Yeah, it's the most you ridiculous. Know, and and then they're not getting charged for murder or manslaughter or anything. And and the women of the WNBA are not happy about it. And you shouldn't be either. You know, you should be out there. You know, trying to support them as they're trying to support social justice. You know racial equality you know these are important things and yeah. uh you know we're really proud to be backing them we're really proud to be bringing attention to them shining the spotlight on these amazing women um please yeah. watch the game watch John, the games when are do the your games? part where are we i got them? i i got them um, please tell me so first game is going to be tomorrow um it is going to be at seven eastern tomorrow is friday friday october 2nd thank you Thank you for the date. In case you're not um, sure when we're doing it. Yes, yeah, so it's going to be on ESPN2 and TSN. Um, and that's tomorrow. What time? Huh? It's uh, 7 Eastern. Friday, October 2nd, 7 Eastern, ESPN2. Yep. So, game uh, game two. We have on Sunday at 1 o'clock. 
Sunday, October 4th, 1 Eastern. 1 Eastern. Uh, no, 3 Eastern. Jesus. 3 Eastern. We're Mountain Time. I messed it up. What channel? Uh, it is on ABC. Sunday, October 4th, 3 Eastern. National televised game, ABC. Go check it out. Make sure you watch at 3. Game 3. Fuck football. Um, game 3, Tuesday, October 6th. It's going to be at 7 Eastern on ESPN. One ESPN regular, ESPN regular. Wow, wow, ABC right. and ESPN. And we don't really think there's going to be a game four, but just in case there is a game, if four, there is a game four, we go back to ESPN two on October eighth on Thursday at seven Eastern again. And then if the potential game five happens, we go back to Sunday at three on ABC. So another nationally televised game if it gets there. So super exciting. Everybody to check those games out. All those games you'll be able to watch on TV. Yep. Go watch them. Go, watch go, 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 go. Check them out. Show some love. Um, we will be back after the finals are concluded to wrap up the season of Queens of the Court. Yeah. Wrap up the WNBA season. And hopefully at that point we'll have some more information about what to expect from the upcoming NCAA season. There's a lot of... A lot of questions. I have the hiccups. This is going to be a great ending to the show. I have the. Uh, yes. There's a lot of questions about what's going to happen with college sports uh, because of COVID, um, you know, concerns and restrictions. So um, it's unclear exactly what's going to happen, but I do believe that we're going to have an NCAA season. It may be shortened. It may be conference only, but there are going to be games played. Um, Hopefully we so, get a tournament this year because I'm going to be devastated if there's no March Madness because I love March Madness. But um, cancel the rest of it. Just give us March Madness. <laughs> I mean, I mean. <laughs> um, um, but seriously, it looks like that the next the next season for the NCAA will start in November, mm -hmm. late, November. late November. That's going to happen. So let's just all cross our fingers, and then yeah, we'll be. We'll bring here. you more on that after the finals are over. Yeah, um, and, and we'll be uh, back with what our fourth season. Fourth season. Wow. With some new music and maybe a new intro that goes dun 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 and something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be like you know something something like that. Something like that's gonna have some uh, you know music. Um. Uh, but yeah, all new stuff. More engagement with uh, with you fans. Yeah. We're bad at engagement. <laughs> but Love you all. We'll work on it. We'll be better. Thanks for listening to us. This has been the Queens of the Court Podcast. We're the King Size Queens. I'm Paul Jafrida. I am John Hanson. And we appreciate y'all. We, we out. We, we appreciate y'all. Bye. Just a touch of love. 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 Just a touch of love.